Welcome to Fluida Moments, our podcast series where we will talk about what's it like to be a Fluidian, what we do every day, and what our culture is all about. This is your backstage pass to all things Fluida. Welcome to Fluida Moments, guys. This is our podcast series where we talk about what it's like to work at Fluido, about our culture and all sorts of things. And today we're going to talk about customers. And um, I'm going to let you guys introduce yourselves and tell your story. Um, my name is Paulina Lotti, Head of People and Culture at Fluido. And very super happy, actually, to, to do these podcasts. They're a lot of fun. So maybe we'll start with you, Arian. Can you... Tell me who you are. How did you end up at Florida? Where you come from? What's your background? What's your story? Yeah, so I'm Arian and I joined Florida almost exactly three years ago as a developer. I think originally I, I was recruited as a front-end developer, but I gradually evolved into all sorts of developer. <laughs> My background is, well, uh, I've studied computer science and before Fluido, I was working in the startup scene. So Fluido was different in many ways to me. First of all, uh, it was my first experience as a consultant. And secondly, it was my first experience working in a multinational company and with large corporations. Yeah, yeah, we have a lot of big projects and yeah. big customers, cool customers and over... Over 40 nationalities yeah, yeah. yeah, right now. So I feel the same, exactly what you said. Yeah. How about you, Tobias? <laughs> long, long story. <laughs> we have all the time in the world. Uh, it goes back uh, to the year 2009 when I joined um, a small Salesforce consultancy in Frankfurt. And, you know, back then, um, during the interview, you know, my boss at that time, he showed me a video from the Dreamforce. And that was exactly at the time when, you know, everybody was speaking about cloud computing and, and all the advantages and so forth. Uh, and I was working for a company which did the traditional software development. And I said, hey, you know, this stuff makes sense. So I joined, I joined that company three years later. I went to Finland. Uh, I looked up Fluido on the, on the website. They had an app exchange package, you know, and I said, hey, they must be cool guys. They have an app exchange app. <laughs> we were cool. Oh, we are yeah. cool. Yes. <laughs> so I, I applied, I got the job and now I'm, I'm here's a country service lead eight and a half years after. Yeah. And I, I was your Florida friend. I remember. Yes. I remember. Yeah. So. And should we tell the desk story? We have to tell the desk story. So we were really small and um, uh, back then, I think 10, 12 employees and um so Pauline and I were sharing a small IKEA desk. Pauline on one side, me on the other. There was not enough space for a monitor even. And um, we worked there day by day. Yeah, you, you really get to know someone after eight and a half years, but more so after you've shared a desk for... Eight not, days. <laughs> not, that, not that long, but... Yeah, but a couple uh, of days. Yeah, yeah, a couple of days we shared a desk yeah. and, and I kind of helped you to get started. But it was that time when there was really not much time to hang out in the office and we just went yeah, to customers yeah, yeah, and got exactly, started. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that actually gives us a nice segue to what we're going to be talking about today, which is customers. So all of the cool stuff that we do here at Fluido, a lot of it is for customers and because of customers and with customers. So I know you have different angles to customer work, you being the, the service lead for Finland now and and, mm -hmm. and you consulting architecture work and development and all sorts of different things. So WS, maybe you, you could go first. What does customers 
What do they mean for you? And how do you look at them? What's the angle? But it's, of course, everything we do is for, for our customers. So there's, that's a, the top priority uh, for me. So the customer is king, as you say, in some countries. So what I really love about doing is, I mean, if we are not fluido, but we are part of the customer's organization so that we, we speak with the customer as a team and we say we. It's not there's the guys from fluido, there's us, but it's us together as a team. So I think that is, at least for me, the most most enjoyable part. Yeah. How about you? What's in it for you when you're working with customers? You know, I totally agree with Tobias that customer is king or queen. And for me, I got into programming because I enjoyed solving problems. And also what's really meaningful to me is trying to understand the customer's problems, things that make their everyday work or life painful, and then try to come up with solutions to solve them or, you know, speed things up. I actually, when I came home yesterday, I was reading a magazine and it was about um, how do developers become really, really good developers? And one of the, the arguments that the person brought up was, you know, it's, it's not for the sake of writing code, but you develop to solve problems for our customers. And uh, that makes a developer a good developer. So he, he tries to solve the problem, but uses the tools like developing to do it. Mm. Yeah. Do you relate to that? Yeah, yeah totally, <laughs> yeah. totally. And I think, well, as a developer, it's very important to try to see the big picture or the bigger picture, not only focus on the technical task that's given to you, but the user stories, the underlying problems, the business processes, the overall architecture. And the sort of mission and the the high level yeah. thing. What what is it that we're doing? Though I agree, customers king or queen. However, do we always do what the customer tells us to do? Just kind of like okay, build <laughs> this. And I know it's a loaded question. So <laughs> Tobias, friends don't let friends down is one of our values. So what? How does? Yeah, absolutely, it it, it depends. Uh, so during busy times, and um, of course we do. You know. But um, I think the, the best feedback we got from our customers is um, exactly then when we say, hey, hold on, don't do it like that. You know, there are different other ways uh, and they might be on the long run, maybe, you know, more, more cost effective for you or they, they, they might be, you know, you don't block any road, you know, further in the future. And um, as I said, the best feedback we get by, by also challenging the ways of developing the, the Salesforce systems forward. Yeah. Yeah, how about how about if you are in a developer role or you know you're not let's say in a project management role or you're doing something where you have the user stories or the business problem and you go for it you should raise your hand there as well do you get to do that Yeah I think when you're in a more technical role at least I see the projects or requirements that come from the customer falling into two different categories, either the ones that have very concrete specifications. The customer already has some architecture, has really thought about it. They know exactly what they want. They come to us with like super detailed specifications that, okay, you, you develop something that does this, does that, eventually produces this. And then the other category is where the customer isn't really sure what they need themselves. So they say that, okay, we have this thing, we want to improve it, or then we have these bottlenecks in our process, what can we do about it? And I would say in both cases, it would really help to try to still be proactive. And if you see anything that you feel 
could be done differently or in a better way, then you should definitely raise your hand and say that, hey, I think this is better, as Tobias said, in the long run, or then with a little more investment now, you could eventually reap the benefits in the future. Yeah. And that is our approach in a lot of cases, isn't it? So we just don't blindly do no, what is told. There's always these aha moments and okay, we have thought about it, but hey, I didn't know this is possible. And you guys told us so these kind of things. And it, it can be a different technology. It can be, you know, but just telling, hey, with that customer A, which is very similar to you, we've done something similar and um, would you like to look at it? And then usually they take, you know, our customers can benefit from the, the best parts of all our customer base, which are quite many. Yeah. And we do have this industry approach now also. Exactly. Tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah. So, so we have bundled our our focus uh, on the industries. So we have uh, teams which are laser focused on, let's say, the manufacturing industry, for example. And what we can do here is exactly what I just explained. So we can take, hey, customer over here has a really, really big instance and they have solved this problem like this. And we can use that knowledge and uh, re-implement. We don't need to start from the green grass. We, we, we can use accelerators uh, uh, to make it happen uh, faster and provide value to their end customers way faster than, than others. And that is the main purpose of the industry team uh, among some other responsibilities. Yeah, and we do that obviously with, with all of our projects, but that's a, just an example that came to my mind as well is this industry focus that we yeah. have. Yeah. There are similar similar yeah. processes. That and of course looking into you know, other areas. I mean, the wider scope of Infosys opens up, you know, the world beyond uh, Salesforce and um, that can be artificial intelligence, it can be uh, RPA and, and things like that. Yeah, so it's not only Salesforce and not only particular projects, not only in Finland. Um, we've got all of these, these other options as well. Yeah. So cause you've done the whole, you've been working in projects and managing projects and now now you're overseeing projects and all of that. So kind of high level question, but what's it like to work with our customers? It's great. Working with with the customers and seeing also the results. So I looked into, you know, the annual reports of our customers that we've been working with and I see success. And if you dig a little bit deeper, I can feel that we as a company, that we are part of that success. And that makes me feel proud a little bit. So saying that, hey, we have been there and helping our customers being successful in Finland in other countries. One of things that I love to do is when, when you pick up a magazine and you see one of our customers explaining what they've done, they don't necessarily mention us, they don't necessarily mention Salesforce, but you know that it is the process that, that you've been working on personally or as a company. That's one of my favorite things, things to do. And then, of course, we have those magazines out here for everyone to see and everybody knows. I think that that's the top of the top that you can reach. I mean our customer presenting a dream for us about, you know, parts that we have been doing. That's, that's pretty cool, I would say. Yeah, yeah, because a lot of their success is our success as well. And that's, that's what we're aiming for. So, Arjen, how about you? What's your favorite part of it? What's it like working with customers? Well, every customer is different. But what I enjoy the most is trying to build those um, human relationships as well with them so that you would be able to build trust and then you would be able to work comfortably with them, communicate comfortably, be, be transparent about things throughout the projects. And well, one of the funny things was that 
actually not so long ago. I was visiting this customer's office quite regularly. And at some point, I was in a meeting with some people that I hadn't met before. And until like halfway into the meeting, they didn't even realize that I'm, I'm an external, that I'm not in that organization. And then they were like, wait, you're from Fluid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you get to... Uh, what you were that's talking exactly, about. That's exactly, that's this we feeling. Um, yeah. and, and then you're really, really, uh, you know, you're working as a team, you're working much quicker than anybody else. Actually. Yeah, exactly. It's about like um, helping everyone realize that we are all in the, in the same team or on the same side. We're all striving to solve the problems or make things better. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty nice feeling. Yeah. We're talking about this, our customer success and customer experience and the experience that we're building for them. And and then, of course, close to my heart is the employee experience and, and all of that. So, Tobias, if we look at, you know, the way we work at Floydo, how does that translate to customer projects or towards customers? I think we are still working, you know, like a like a small startup with big scale somehow. So what, what, what I see is, um, you know, the, the teams work really, really well with each other um, and the project teams get the support from, from outside as well that, that I've never seen anywhere before. So if something needs to be solved or some experience needs to be looked at, then you can get it within sometimes minutes. And that, I think our customers, you know, can benefit a lot from that, but also internally the people grow from the experience that the whole company has. So you're, you're not the lonely wolf, you know, sitting at the customer doing the work, but uh, you you grow by getting the whole knowledge of the whole company. And I think that is that is pretty unique in 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 a consulting organization like we are. You get one of us, you get three hundred and thirty of us mm. at the same time. Yeah, yeah. How about you? What's what's your take on employee experience and customer experience? Yeah, I, I totally agree. I, I see Fluido as a kind of a powerhouse of Salesforce. Well, not only Salesforce, but primarily Salesforce competence. And I've always been fascinated at how all our colleagues are so willing to help when you ask for it. And Salesforce is a very large ecosystem with many different solutions. So there are different colleagues who are specializing in different parts and no one knows everything, but this feeling of being one full entity it really helps. And I think it also helps our customers quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you think that comes from, the culture that we have? Well, it comes from the fleet of values of overall. So friends don't let friends down. We always strive to help each other. And also, we all believe in superheroes. Yeah, superheroes. That's what we are and that's what we believe in. Yeah. And, and we are a very value-led company. And I, uh, you know, I think when we look at this way of working together, where do you think that comes from? Do you agree with Arjen? Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree. It's, um, as I said, it's, um, it's small teams which really work well together and um, that, that only works well because we execute these values, you know, in our daily daily life. I think that is the secret for, for the success that we have and um, why our customers like us so much. Actually, in the morning, I had one. I spoke to one person, and uh, that person also mentioned to me that uh, um, that um, you know I really enjoy working with Fluido because our customer feels that the values that we have are implemented, and you can see it in the work. And the, and the team is so what motivated, and uh, it's such a good relationship even between the customer team and us 
so that she was really excited about it. Yeah, and work is easier when you have fun and and you can trust and you know you know your friend won't let you down, even if that friend is a customer and yeah, not just yeah, inside. Exactly, the trust factor is uh, so we will just do what needs to be done, basically. Yeah, yeah. You know, so they can rely on us. Yeah. Sounds about right to my ear as well. And we just finished with asking our employees what is important for them at work. So so we did the Signy questionnaire where instead of asking, you know, if things are some particular topic is good from one to 10 scale, we ask them to give us their five most meaningful factors at work or things at work. And, and one thing that came through um, that is very important for our employees is meaningful work. So when you look at meaningful work and everything that you just talked about, there's a relationship there, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, when I just look at it and um, so it's, you know, the meaning of our work is, you know, make our customers successful. And um, I think we are, yeah, we are executing that on a, on a, on a daily level. Yeah. And and not just coding, but also trying to solve the problems. And yeah. So what's meaningful work for you? Well, exactly. I think we've been already mentioning this quite a lot in this discussion that it's about solving problems and, and seeing that you're making an impact, like seeing some article about some process that you don't even need to receive recognition for it, but just, you know, knowing that, okay, they're actually using the solutions that we've been working on and it's making their lives easier. It's making their processes faster. They're generating more revenue. They're, they're providing service to their own customers faster. Yeah. All sorts of things. And yeah, so, so we don't have people here who are just, just, you know, I just work here Um, (laughs) because the, 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 fact that work has to be meaningful and there has to be mm. substance around it is important for our yeah, 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 employees. Exactly. And, and maybe also the, the meaning, I mean, if we look at it, we have we have quite interesting projects. And also also from the technology angle, um, I mean, if I now think about the certain projects that we've been doing, for example, if it's uh, artificial intelligence, if it's using some some new piece of technology, so there's even from from the technical angle there's a lot of a lot of meaning in it so yeah. yeah any particular favorite thing without mentioning names too much any particular favorite thing that you have done or been a part of or <laughs> i'm putting you on the spot now i know <laughs> no, no no it's uh yeah of course i mean i've i've over the years um you've of course developed a good relationship with um with our clients and um you know it's it's almost like if you speak the same language, um, if, if one person's customer starts a sentence and you can finish it uh, without talking about mm. it, um, that is, of course, then, you know, that's perfect. And um, I, I, of course, enjoyed that, that time quite a lot. Yeah. yeah, You're in sync with the, exactly. the customer and you know what they want even before they do. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. That's, that sounds sounds perfect. How how about you? Anything in particular that was uh, exciting to solve or? Yeah, well, I can think of many examples, but uh, maybe one of the nicest ones was um, when we were developing this custom mobile app, and we demoed it uh, to different actually 
end users from across the globe. And, and we were receiving feedback from them that, hey, this feature is something that we know already we're going to be using a lot. Um, so it was it was really nice to talk, you know, not just to the stakeholders or the or the process owners, but but actually to the actual end users who would be eventually using that app. And then, of course, we 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 also had um, statistics on the usage of the app. And after a while, we checked and we saw that the adoption rate has been quite high. People are actually using it. <laughs> People are actually. You sound surprised. <laughs> like oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, those are those are good moments. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's um, yeah, it's always great when when you get the feeling of oh wow, people are actually using using our our system. Um, I had a one more question for you guys, um, and that is that is um, out of all of the cool stuff that you've done at Fluida and so forth, um, what's your Fluida moment? Tobias, you can go first. <laughs> Don't tell me you didn't think about this already. <laughs> no, that comes as a surprise now. <laughs> no, I think it's well, there were of course, you know, certain go lives and all these things where you can say, hey, this is it. Uh of course it was B when uh, you know, when when you for example became, you know, the country service lead that, that was pretty, you know, I said, hey. You know, I came here eight years ago. I didn't even know where Finland was on the map. Oh. <laughs> uh, that was, yeah, okay, that was that was before. That's actually a fun story if I can tell that. Story. Yes, um, please do. Oh, I want to hear this one. So before coming to Finland, I studied in Sweden. And I did so because a teacher came and said, hey, we have in Scandinavia, we have some chance to study. I said, yeah, why not? <laughs> so I bought a train ticket to Kristianstadt in Sweden. But by accident, I bought one, I think there's a town, Christian Sand or something like that in Norway. And I really didn't know, did not even know where Finland is. And now I'm I'm the country service lead of Finland after, you know, eight and a half all years. those years. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, that, that was a great moment. Yeah. Good, good, good. How about you? What's your fluido moment? There are a lot, but I would say my fluido moment is kind of a, time period, not just one moment. It's the maybe first few weeks that I, I joined Fluido, apart from the really nice bootcamp. Immediately, the developers and colleagues that I, I was sitting next to were very welcoming and they even got me into actual projects pretty much straight after the bootcamp. They introduced me to the clients that they had already known and been working with. And I came with very little knowledge of Salesforce. So they were also very supportive with all my stupid questions, trying to figure out how everything works. And it was just amazing that I felt welcome from day one. Yeah, that's good. All right. Well, that's it, you guys. We have, an, um, we have a website for this podcast. So fluidamoments.com, where you can go and have a look at this clip and others. Um, and then also on that website, we're going to be having a recruitment event, an online recruitment event. That's going to be May 28, 11 o'clock Finland time and 10 o'clock Central European time, fluidamoments.com. Thank you guys for taking the time to be here. I know you're both extremely busy, so I very much appreciate that. And Thank you. Thank yeah. you, Paul. Thank you. Thank you. Right. All right. <laughs>